5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. It's going down in just a little bit. Our concert on the common, the penultimate one, as uh, it'll be happening at the Town Commons. Greenville Toyota Amphitheater. Big shoe tonight, big shoe tonight. Uh, Trial by Fire, an excellent Journey tribute band will uh, be out there. And uh, I think it's going to be fabulous. I think it's going to be fabulous. We're looking forward uh, to it. Uh, big crowd expected. Lots of food trucks. Uh, the food trucks and uh, beverages, including uh, a brewski or tuski. If you're selling Klein, starts at 530. Uh, the Journey Tribute Band Trial by Fire begins at 6 o'clock. And uh, they've got a pretty neat little setup. So there we go. We're ready to uh, rock and bring that to you. We'll be checking in with uh, Mark Miller from the Morning Rush on 107.9 WNCT in just a little bit. Right now, uh, we say hello. It's great to have uh, Ben Byram on a Thursday with us in the hizzle. Hey, Ben. Ah, I see what you did there. Mixed a little journey in with uh, Coach Houston. Yeah, Houston's favorite, uh, favorite band there in the background. One of his faves. One of his faves. Uh, we've got uh, sports gambling, maybe not dead, but the legalization of it in North Carolina. Uh, it is, I think, on life support. We'll uh, d- delve into that. We've also got Brian Murphy, who covers it for WREL in a little bit. NBA draft is tonight as well. Uh, but right now we go to uh, the phone lines where Mark Miller, the aforementioned uh, from uh, the Morning Rush, starts uh, with us here. Uh, Mark, I think like on the third date... With my now wife, I we, I took her to a Journey concert. Is Mark there? He should be there. Mark. Hello. Hello. Hey, man. There he there? is. He- Hello, Mark. How are you? Good, good. Sorry, you were cutting out a little bit there. We're good. Oh, okay. We're here. <laughs> yeah, I was saying with my now wife, I think one of the first dates we went on, the, the, I, I say it's the third date, but it was one of the first month or so of us dating we went to the a journey concert i took her to a journey how about concert. that yeah how about that well See that i mean to. listen you you uh you married up my friend so i'm oh, no, not clearly. sure how you got to the second date to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is mark she actually thought i had money that's the that's the honest to god uh, that's it that's a good yeah. trick right there yeah that was um, a pretty good journey, trick on my part listen, you want to take a, a lady to a show the journey mm-hmm. concert would be a good one I mean, you yeah. think about all the great songs that they have written that are like awesome power ballads. Oh yeah, you get a couple drinks. Everybody kind of feeling it right now. I'm, you know what? The Trial by Fire—they're actually testing the mics right now. At the very beginning, the separate ways is starting. I don't know if you can hear it behind me. It is nice and loud, and they are going to absolutely shred tonight on the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater stage concert on the Common. 
It's going to be – well, we got only two weeks left, and, and you're looking at one of them today. The, the weather is good. A little worried. Oh, like great. last week, you said it was going to be really, really hot out, but it, it has cooled down considerably with the cloud cover, and it's uh, it, it's looking really nice for tonight, man. Oh, there we go. We could hear him now. Boy, that guy sounds like Steve Perry or Arnell, if that's your uh, if that's your flavor of journey. Uh, so yeah, how about that? We could hear it in the background there. Uh, I understand, Mark. Food trucks a plenty tonight. Oh man, hey, you're breaking up. I'm sorry, man. Just. Give me that again, one more time. I understand tonight, food trucks are plenty tonight. Oh, yes, food trucks are plenty. Uh, all the, the regulars that we have seen, that last call, Pizza Kitchen is up there. Williams Catering, going to have Rock Springs there, Kona Ice for the kids. Anita's I see up there as well. And uh, plenty of good food, plenty of drinks, thanks to our friends, the uh, Junior League of Greenville. And, I mean, we got it all tonight, man. And remember, just to park your butt and put down a lawn chair and watch the show is absolutely free. Uh, Mark Miller, Morning Rush, is uh, with us here on 107.9 WNCT. Uh, you hear him warming up in the background, Trial by Fire, the Journey tribute band. Uh, they'll start at 6 tonight at the Greenville Toyota right. Amphitheater. Free show, as Mark said. 5.30 is when the food and the beverages start. Uh, I understand, Mark, you guys, too, uh, you know, there's kind of the cool giveaways at the 107.9 tent, but there's also a chance to win some concert tickets? That is correct, sir. Yeah, train is coming one week from tomorrow to Coastal Credit Union Music Park in Walnut Creek, and we have uh, five pairs of tickets, actually. We're going to give away all five mm. tonight. So you mm. get here, stop by our tent, say hello. I'd love to, to see everybody on this beautiful night. Register for these tickets. We're going to call five winners, and right then and there, you'll know that you're going to see uh, train another awesome to see live gotcha hey i uh i saw a picture of you making what appeared to be an athletic catch inside of the uh durham bulls stadium <laughs> yes. uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize oh, you good. got i didn't realize you got called up to triple a I, I, i'm i'm i didn't know you got called up to triple a well i tell you what it was father's day and they let the dads on the field with the kids beforehand to have a catch it was a great thrill for me i loved doing it with my boys and, uh, and one of them, you know, he would try and throw it, you know, right to the sweet spot here. But he, he uh, kind of overshot it. And I, I used my God-given hops and ability to uh, go up and get it, you know, to climb the ladder. And uh, it's been immortalized. Uh, I have the video and everything. My wife was taking video, thank goodness. Because ah. otherwise I'd just be telling people about it. But you could right. see, you could slip easily three pieces of paper underneath where my foot was. <laughs> you want to talk about vertical? Three pieces yeah. of paper, obviously flat, uh, sure. laid down flat. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was impressive. Uh, your NBA draft is tonight. Your Sixers, maybe Walker Kessler, is what I'm seeing. Who started his career at UNC and then is at Auburn? I, what, what do you think? I think the I think the best case for them is to trade the pick. I think okay. with Harden, with Embiid. Your window to succeed is now. I don't think they need to draft a project. I think if they can package that, that 23rd pick and get a wing player that can contribute tomorrow, that's the best case for them. And I know they're going to probably do a, a bunch of other things and give me hope and then let me down, as they usually do. <laughs> they're going to get Westbrook. Now, 
No, you, no I don't. No, don't you ben, dare. Good ben, Lord, don't say that. Ben, ben you, <laughs> Ben's be joking around. I actually, my, my, our guy up there, Sean Brace, who used to work here and is up uh-huh. there in Philly killing it, yeah, is, yeah. is starting a, a really big campaign on Philly, Fox Philly Sports, The Gambler. He wants uh, Kyrie. Yeah, there's a lot of rumblings about Kyrie potentially uh, looking for another team. And, you know, between injuries and, like, all the weird personal days he takes, I'm not (laughs) – I mean, when he's in there, he's He's one of the best. He's gifted. He's really talented. Yeah. I mean, how many – I'm not giving away Maxi for him. I'm not. I'm just not. And that might sound crazy, but if if he wasn't as much of a head case as I feel like he is, He's missed a lot of games over the last couple of years. Yeah. And obviously yeah. some of that's COVID and some of that's – but, you know, remember all the personal days he was taking for whatever? I, I don't know. It's I'm a just strange deal. On him. Well, one personal day was like a family reunion or something. I mean, he was just making <laughs> yeah. stuff up. I mean, what are you doing, man? This is basketball season. To go. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mark Miller, Morning Rush, 107.9 WNCT. Give us the hard sell for the concert on the Common tonight, which is absolutely free. All right, let's go, baby. Concert on the Common tonight here in the Town Common in Greenville. 6 o'clock is when it starts. 5.30 is when they start selling the drinky. And uh, the, the food trucks are already selling you some food right now. It's a free show to just plop down a lawn chair. And you've got Trial by Fire, all of your favorite Journey songs. You can probably name five of them right off the top of your head. But they're going to they're gonna put two solid hours together, uh, or two and a half hours, really, of an amazing set list. You're going to forget you know, some of the songs you're going to hear. Oh, I forgot those were some great Journey songs. I forgot all about them. And uh, you'll love it. Family, friends, bring them all together and come out and join us tonight. The Town Common in Greenville, the place to be for our second-to-last concert on the Common. There you go. Hey, Mark, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, man. Take care. Right, there he goes, Mark Miller. Uh, get out there tonight. Food starts getting served up at 530 along with the beverages, including a few frothy ones. It'll be a, a lot of fun. All right. So, uh, Ben, we were trailing or tracking sports gambling last night. I was actually in line to get some uh, post-show dinner, right? Bring something home to the uh, to to my wife. Was it a – I know you all have like an annual food truck day every week. Was it food truck night? It was the annual food truck every week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Annual I think it was. It was something to do with that, yes. <laughs> and uh, I just, I got, I didn't end up getting anything that I ended up, I mean, the, the, the chicken I got was fine, but everything else was meh. So I got confused about where, anyway, it's, it's neither here nor there. All right, all right. So, uh, but I was, I, I, the whole time while I was in line and then waiting for the order to take it home, uh, I was following Brian Murphy on Twitter. We're going to have Brian coming up in a little bit. And just some weird stuff. With this, with this uh, sports gambling legalization bill, I'm not surprised that. Uh, what do you call them, boomers? Yeah, they're a bunch of boomers. I mean, clearly they're misinformed when it comes to this whole deal. I mean, they have their preconceived notions and personal well, bias, and they're uh, bringing they're up stay stuff. They're bringing up point shaving and Doug Moe, something that happened over 60 years ago. What about Dave Portnoy, though? Did they talk about Dave Portnoy? No, they, they didn't talk right, about so they didn't Dave Portnoy. didn't get that Portnoy. bad. All right, all right. But, I mean, they just didn't I, – I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, they, I, I knew it was kind of falling apart when I saw college athletics was no longer a part mm. of it. And I was like, well, that's a bummer, well, but I kind of get it. And then, so, yeah, we saw what So happened. let me tell you what I what was I was in line, right? And I saw that come across the Twitter because I'm refreshing every few minutes to try to figure out what's going on. And I think this is what I said, Ben. I said this out loud. People were looking at me like I was nuts. I said, son of a. When I saw college Biscuit. athletics were taken out. Son of a. No, I just said son of a. Real loud. <laughs> yeah. You People looked at me like I was nuts. And I and I was like, oh, no, it's, it's, I think everything's fine. Guys, I can't be a degenerate gambler. Don't you understand? <laughs> well, again, you know, if I'm going to have a little fun, yeah. somebody's going to finish in the top 10 or somebody's going to score 20. I mean, that, that's how I look at it. I, I'm not putting yeah. the... I'm not mortgaging the farm on any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, go and ahead. I think the and I think the idea that people, are, I mean, they're acting like waves and waves of people are going to be, you know, I, I don't know. It's just the whole thing is very, very strange to me. Yeah, well, I mean, there's been deals with. I, I kind of understood the college athletics thing because there's been issues in the past of point shaving, but I'm thinking yeah, but this the most recent that. issue was like maybe 30 years ago, and I mean, you can't get away with point shaving in the social media age. I mean, well, you're going to get caught thing. somehow. Ben, do you think Armando Baycott is going to take some some uh, greasy uh, underworld gambling guy's money when he's got millions of dollars now in he's got millions NIL of dollars? money? I, I didn't I'm, know he was getting that kind of NIL money, but he's I, got. Well, I mean, I, I bet he's got at least a million dollars in look NIL at, money. I look, I just to be a contrarian here, you know, devil's advocate here. Um, that money's going to wash up for Armando Baycott because let's face it, Armando Baycott, solid college player. I, I would say great college player. He ain't going pro. At least he ain't going to the NBA. I mean, best case scenario point. for Baycott, he's going overseas. All right, point is this, though. The guys who can make a difference in a game now, I mean, this NIL thing has totally rendered that argument null yeah. and void. Absolutely, yeah. There's there's no two ways that it, about it. it. It has rendered that argument null and void. I, I agree. I'm just giving, giving you a look at how these people that are kind of out of touch are thinking right now. I mean, this is, oh, no, this no. is how this, they think. This group of people who were pretty ill-informed that voted on this yeah. against this, uh, let me. They, they they don't like the Baycotts getting any money anyway. My guess is, and they probably think he's going in the top three next year. My point is, <laughs> yeah, which, which ought to tell you, that's true. Yeah, who, who they are and and who they root for. But I mean, my my whole point is, that's a weak as water argument. Yeah, it is. And, it is. And I mean, just to. If you have a true moral thing against it, then you better never be caught buying a scratcher, a scratch-off, a $1 scratch-off at, at the convenience store. Because, I mean, what is what is the difference, and, honestly? And, and let's face it, uh, this sports gambling is happening in this state, and it's not by legal means whatsoever. I'd rather, if they're going to do sports gambling, uh, they, they do it legally where it's safe, you know where your money's going, and you know you don't have to deal with any shady individuals. I mean, well, it, it can prevent a lot of issues. It's happening. Now, I, granted, these are protected federal lands, but it is in North Carolina. We have sports books at the on the Indian reservations at yeah, the casino. absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, this is happening. I, I think that the I, – I just – I can't imagine – and now, the look, the Panthers have other problems. The Hornets have other problems. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I can't imagine those two entities, the Hurricanes, NASCAR, I mean, we're about to kind of be the 
the hub of, of the USGA in Pinehurst, I just can't imagine that you have entities like that who who are trying to not push really, really hard to get this thing done. Yeah. I mean, we're, we could potentially lose a couple things if we're way behind on this. I mean, we can't be the last to be uh, pressing on these issues or getting these things passed. I mean, we just can't when other opportunities are elsewhere and people are making major bank tax-wise off of it. I mean, we, we can't we can't be this late on it. Uh, it's it's very frustrating. Yeah, it absolutely. really is frustrating. Hundred no, percent. And and just when I when I see and hear some of the arguments, it's clear nobody. It, it's an ill-informed group with some archaic thinking that voted against it by and large. Well, you wanted, you had that one guy who kind of did a heel turn on everybody. All of a sudden, the Undertaker's come out of a casket or something, and he, he changes his vote, swings to the other direction. I thought that was kind of wild. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to say I do, and I'm going to tell you this: we're going to grab a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, NBA draft is tonight. Speaking of the NBA, we'll get into that. We'll talk more about the sports gambling later in the hour with uh, Brian Murphy, uh, sports investigative reporter from WRL. He was in the chamber yesterday. Uh, what is the likelihood that this thing may still happen? I think. A, a needle will have to be threaded precisely, but it's not looking great. Uh, we'll be back after this. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. <laughs> or tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Healthwise Pharmacy rounds the bases with all of your infusion, retail, compounding, and medical equipment needs. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, Healthwise has grown to be your most trusted provider for infusion services. Currently providing in-home or on-site infusions in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. Visit Healthwise Pharmacy at 615B South Memorial Drive or call 252-295-0059 to speak to a patient service representative to find the option that best suits your needs. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefit specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. 
You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork, you know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. Your home of the ECU Pirates, Dan Patrick and Adam Gold. 94.3 The Game. Eastern Carolina's home for sports. And now, back to the P-Man. Back, back, back. The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Summer in the city, back of my neck getting dirt and gritty. Then down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk harder than a match. But tonight it's a different world. Go out and find a girl. Come on, come on, and dance all night. Despite the heat, it'll be alright. And ladies, don't you know it's a pity? The days can't be like the nights in the summer, in the city, in the summer. We got uh, Brian Murphy coming up in a few minutes, bottom of the hour. He was on the chamber floor yesterday, this time when a wrecking ball was being taken to legalizing mobile sports gambling in North Carolina. Just agitates me to no end. Um, All right, let's... uh, a little, little NBA draft. You know you know how I feel about the NBA by and large, Ben, but I do like the draft. I do like the NBA draft. It's kind of the most exciting time of the year for me in the NBA. I'm well, starting to get a little bit more into the NBA, but the draft has always been my go-to, even when I haven't been heavily following it. The best part about the NBA, they're, they're, you heard the best parts about the NBA. The draft, I don't mind the summer league, and like all of the uh, off-season drama. Other than that, and then, you know, in-season, Charles Barkley. But other than that, you know, just watch the last couple of minutes. That's all you need to know, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, who yeah. who needs it? Uh, who needs that in their really. life? Right. Just watch the last couple of minutes. You can do that on social media now. Yeah. At least I watch mean, the highlight yeah. place. Yeah, there you go. Um, all you need to know. So, I, as you know, Ben, I used to once upon a time work in Orlando. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I uh, con- was connected with a few of my uh, well-placed sources down there. It looks like they're saying Jabari Smith, and that seems to be the indication, number one overall out of uh, Auburn, the youngest of the top three tra- uh, prospects. Uh, so that would make some sense, Jabari Smith to Orlando, although it wouldn't surprise me if Van Caro was there, but Smith to Orlando. Uh, the Thunder are up second, and uh, all indications are Chet Holgram. The 7-foot, 196-pound, let me say that again, 
196-pound <laughs> freshman uh, out of Gonzaga. Um, but if Zion I, starts driving towards that guy's way, he's gonna get he's gonna get broken in half. He'll broke he'll 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 snap him like a twig. Now I do think in the, in a lot of the in the same thing with the NFL, but particularly the NBA, we do get hung up on in a lot of cases what these guys supposedly can't do. Yeah. Than what they can do now, and this guy could, you know, on the wing shoot. He did Survival. average four. Yeah, he did. He did average four blocks. He did rebound. You know, and he he can handle well. He has decent footwork. You know, obviously, who are the people you said who? What what shows and who was comparing him to who earlier today? So I heard on first take. Um, sorry that I yeah I, I apologize. Come on, Ben. Ahead of ben, time, you got to be better. That. I know. You I got to be better. They want to tell me about Sue Bird and Title Nine like I care, but anyways, mm. uh, yeah, they were comparing uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo to him. Which is, I really? think, insane. I, I, it's yeah. got to be the body type. I mean, Giannis was a very skinny guy who clearly his body wasn't ready for the league. And Giannis, in his first couple years in the league, he was a slow starter. I mean, he was a little slow to get going. I mean, averaged okay. maybe 7 points to 10 points to 12 points his first couple years. All right. So, Keep yeah. going. Who else do they – who and who else compared him to Durant? Who, who did that? Okay, Colin Cowherd said, "Was it uh, the herd? Yeah, the herd. I, I heard some Wolf. Kevin. I heard some Kevin Durant comparisons, Whew. and that might have been Joy Taylor. And uh, I, I, I do believe I heard Cowherd say like that's 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 unacceptable. Like that Ke <laughs> Kevin Durant is like, I mean, he's he's on another level. He's going to end up being one of the greatest. Um, uh, that's a whole story for another time. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I, no, we're not going to get I I say." The comparison would be more to Sean Bradley than either one of those guys. Dan Patrick brought that up, which I thought was a very solid comparison. I mean, that's that's a little bit more realistic. I I think we get too caught up in pro comparisons. I think it's the laziest way to approach prospects in the draft. So, uh, Holgram, I guess, to Oklahoma City, and then they uh, got picks Paolo to lose. I mean, they could afford to well, take yeah. a chance on Chet. So they can take a chance if they want to. And then Banchero, Pablo Banchero out of Duke. Now, is it Banchero or Banchero? You would know more than I do. Uh, Banchero. Okay. All right. All right. Banchero is just more fun to say. I, I'm, I'm I like, there. Yeah, yeah, Banchero. You're right. I, 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 I misspoke there. I'm sure I'm going to get a mean direct message from somebody <laughs> about that, claiming you I don't Carolina sports. Carolina lover. No, I don't sports hard enough. Yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. I'll get that again. Jeez, Louise. Like, like, yeah, come on. Like, we don't care about Duke or UNC or what's going on in state. I mean, come on. But, um, so I, that, that seems to be where he's going to go at three. And I think out of the three of them, the most right now complete basketball game ready that you could run things through uh, is Bancaro. Now, I don't believe that he is he he may be a tad it slow is not the word but i said you know he, he's going to have to work on that first step yeah and i think uh bancaro's an interesting prospect cuz you see a lot of guys like bancaro they come in and the in the jury on them is that uh they do a lot of finesse and shoot he's a little bit different cuz he's a little bit more finesse and power to the basket so yeah yeah i yeah. mean that's that's definitely an intriguing prospect there for duke who so, could potentially be a number 1 overall pick tonight i mean it yeah he could be it wouldn't surprise me either. So those three are the first three to go. And then I would say after that, it really is going to depend on the rest of at least the 
the lottery will depend on who goes at four. I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden Ivey out of uh, Purdue gets, sneaks into that top three over a guy like Chet, or maybe you could see Jabari Smith drop a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, people I, are very high I on think, that guy. I think he's he's fourth. Absolutely. The Pistons, if he's there, he's, he's the pick to make. Yeah. The Pistons are interesting because all of a sudden they've emerged this afternoon as a trade partner possibly with Charlotte. And I don't want to, you know, my thing on this is uh, Gordon Hayward. You believe, you're a Gordon Hayward fan. You probably have the jersey, right? No, no, I'm not that nerdy. The only Hornets jersey I got is the Al Jefferson jersey I got for oh, 15 respect. bucks at a Burlington. Respect. So. Now that's the respect there for Big Al. And so my thought on that is I think it's time to depart from Hayward. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. But some, you know how sometimes just things – I'm not saying it, it hasn't worked out, but it hasn't worked, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, he's and so he's I, never there I, when you need him. I, so you've got – if you're Charlotte, you've got picks 13 and 15. And trust me, Charlotte has lots of other problems. Because it's Michael Jordan, and because in this state, you want me to list them? <laughs> I mean, there's well, too many. To well, they name. don't have a they don't have a head coach, and because <laughs> we're in this state, and it's Mitch Kupchak, and he played for Dean Smith, we we don't give Mitch Kupchak a lot of uh, grief from a media perspective in this state. Well, he couldn't even get Kobe help. I mean, his his, he, his he, most notable he, news moves with the Lakers was getting Dwight How Howard and Steve Nash, and we saw how that worked. And Jordan, NBA media, North Carolina media or not, NBA media is only going to take Jordan to task so much. But, I mean, th this coaching thing is – how's that not embarrassing? So there's a lot of issues with that franchise. I do like the idea of the pick, only be, of, of trading the pick and Hayward only because you do have a pick and you could do something with it. You're going to get about the same player at 13 that you would get at 15 yeah, or vice versa. Absolutely. So I, I mean, it's a very, it's a very uh, now, more misses than hits when it comes to that pick yeah, or that right. area. And so I, I, I think if you can get maybe some more picks or just get something of value for Hayward, I, I like that idea. Um, the other thing I, I do like too, uh, is, and I, this kind of came out this morning, that I saw, and maybe it's been bandied about, uh, but the Russell Westbrook thing. I know you don't like that. Not at all. Not but at you're all. Gonna, but you're going to have a draft pick, and what do you need to do in a market like Charlotte more than you than anything? At this point, sell tickets. I mean, right. I remember a couple years ago, back in 2015, going to Charlotte and seeing Panthers games, and they weren't even marketing the team. They were marketing Steph Curry's coming to town in about a month, or right. LeBron James is coming to town two months from now. Get your tickets. So you know what? Do you know what he can – I mean, Westbrook's entertaining. Yeah. Not no, going to no necessarily doubt. be – not going to be a great team leader. Not going to – maybe it will disrupt your chemistry. May not. Uh, but he's a guy on his own. He could lead you to a playoff spot just barely uh, on the outside looking in of a playoff spot. So, I mean – And see, I, I heard something today where, you know, the, the idea was, well, just keep the pick because you need, this team needs to build up. They're not terribly far off. I mean, they've kind of incrementally got better each year. Two play-ins back-to-back. I mean, that's about where you want to be yeah. right now in this stage of the uh, Hornets rebuild. But, I mean, you can get into – so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's going on tonight. We'll have some – we'll see how it all goes. It, it, it is kind of fun. And it's fun to have uh, a lot of ACC guys in the uh, in the mix. 
Somebody wrote an article that had Buddy Beheim being. Buddy Beheim will go to the NBA if he buys a ticket. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he might get a ticket at a, a Knicks game or something. That's about it. Yeah, maybe courtside uh, if he's lucky. What happened? What happened yesterday in the house? Well, we'll get the straight poop from a guy that was there. He covers uh, sports for WREL. He's their investigative sports reporter. Brian Murphy in just a bit, but right now, Ben Byram with a 94-3 The Game update. Thanks, Patrick. Two bills making their way through the North Carolina General Assembly that would legalize sports gambling. The state have hit an apparent snag on Wednesday. Members of the House Judiciary, Judiciary Committee voted to amend Senate Bill 38 and remove college sports from online betting before it was approved. The committee later voted 49 for 52 not to approve Senate Bill 688 after more on ethical concerns were raised whether whether state-sponsored sports betting would lead to addiction. From ECF Starting quarterback Holt Ehlers has been selected as a coach for the Manning's Passing Academy. Big news out of track and field later tonight. Madeline Hill, uh, she will meet later tonight at the uh, U-20 USF Track and Field Nationals over in Eugene, Oregon. Her race time is at 8.05 tonight uh, Eastern. Uh, later on tonight, the Hornets are generating plenty of buzz heading to the NBA draft tonight. But before that, game one of the Greenville City Championship presented by Orthopedics East has been suspended to inclement weather. It will be resumed tonight at 7 o'clock. Ross leads Truist 3 to nothing in the bottom of the first. As I said, the Hornets are getting ready for the NBA draft. A lot of buzz around that team as they have the number 13 and 15 overall picks in the first round. And league sources say they're open to dealing one of them. Charlotte is also interested in trading for Russell Westbrook, who's expected to pick up his $47 million player option with the Lakers. And league insiders say the Hornets have been shopping Gordon Hayward to other teams and may attach one of their first round picks to offload a salary in a trade. The latest update from that scenario is that they may have found a potential trade partner with the Detroit Pistons. The draft begins tonight at 8 o'clock. And a new startup football league has announced their host cities and teams this year. The Major League Football League, a league eight years in the making, announced that they will begin play in August with four teams. The closest set in Virginia Beach in the Armada, or the Armada, who will play at the Virginia Beach Sportsplex, as well as Little Rock, Arkansas, Canton, Ohio, and Mobile, Alabama. That's going to do it for your 94th in the game sports update. Coming up on the other side of this quick timeout, what happened in the house with the sports gambling bill? More on that on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. 
Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newburn is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. If you want the best steak in eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grillmaster, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. You're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. We've been following the saga that is uh, the legalization of sports gambling all week here on the program, and we've been following the timeline of Brian Murphy, sports investigative reporter now at WRAL with the uh, News Observer and uh, other outlets previously. He's been all over the uh, situation. I know you're busy, Brian. Thank you so much for the time, though. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, Simply put, in asking you this, what happened? <laughs> well, sports gambling may not be coming to North Carolina. Online sports <laughs> gambling may not be coming to North Carolina um, before before January, which is is kind of what we what we thought was going to happen during this uh, legislative session last night, uh, Wednesday night. The the House of Representatives approved one sports gambling bill uh, by one single vote, and and 
killed the other bill by one one single vote. So I've, I've never quite seen uh, this legislature at least have votes that come down to one to, to, to a single vote. Uh, but we had two of those last night. And um, both of these bills kind of needed to pass in tandem. The way they work together, uh, both of them needed to get through the process. And currently only one of them is getting through the process. So uh, right now there doesn't seem to be a big push up here to to rectify the situation. It seems like this might be an issue that that has to wait until January. So Jason Sane, and we and we talked to Representative Sane uh, about a month ago, and we've been in touch with him in his office, uh, has and he even told our morning show on our, our talk stations that he, you know, felt like that this was going to, to be passed despite Tim Moore telling that same show uh, no. So he was trying to shepherd this thing through, kind of ramrodded it through yesterday. Uh, but but I see you have some reporting this morning, you and your colleagues at WRAL, that the representative who voted yes on the one bill but no on the other actually let Sane know that ahead of time. So it wasn't it was shocking to us, I'm sure shocking to you, but maybe I guess not shocking to Representative Sane. Is, is that kind of correct in what you're reporting? Yeah, Representative Sane uh, has been guiding this bill the, the entire time. I think he had a vote count, and he and he thought he knew what the vote was going to be. Um, yeah, Representative Elmore voted yes on thirty eight and no on six eighty eight, which which was the entire difference. Everybody else voted the same on both the bills, uh, so he was the the deciding vote. Um, but I, but Sane told me that uh, he knew that was going to happen. So there there were other there were other representatives, including other Republican representatives who he had as yes votes, but ended up voting no. I spoke with uh, Representative John Ager. He's a Democrat. He said when he went into the to the floor chambers last night, he was planning to vote yes, uh, but that after hearing the debate, particularly impassioned debate from some of his Democratic colleagues, he decided to vote no. Um, and he said that when he woke up this morning, he felt really good about voting no. Um, so I, there, there are at least two cases that I've heard of of people switching their votes um, or, or how they intended to vote once right. they got on the floor. I wonder, I have not pe- polled all 101 people who voted, um, but I, I get a sense maybe there were others who flipped as well. So uh, it, I was told going into the vote by supporters and, uh, and, and those on the opposition, they expected a very, very tight vote, and that's exactly what we got. Why did uh, Elmore, this, this representative Jeffrey Elmore, vote yes on one bill but no on the other? Because, again, that seems to be the the, the thing that – Sane knew about at least that's what he's told you all yeah i don't i don't know I've ch- i tried to get an interview with uh representative elmore and he didn't want to talk about it um you know senate bill 38 is a much better bill than senate bill 68 um it raises the I, I, you know depending on your definition of better but it raises the tax rate <laughs> um it cleans up a lot of of language um and so like even people in the senate have said yes you know a senate bill uh 38 is much better. Let's pass them together. And so that we get the best of both worlds. Um, I think representatives had to know that voting for one, but not voting for the other had the potential to kill both of them. Um, And so I, you know, I'd love to ask representative Elmore why he he supported one and not the other. Um, That happened in committee as well with representative Deb Butler. Uh, She's a Democrat. And I, and I asked her, why would you vote for one, but not the other? And she said, you know, I often vote for bills that I think are better. You know, the amendments are better. I was like, but, you know, voting for not voting for 688 is likely to kill it. And she's she was OK with that. So um, trying to decipher exactly why lawmakers do what they do is is yeah. a fool's errand. So <laughs> Brian Murphy, 
Uh, a couple of Twitters. The one I've been following is uh, Murph in NC, but apparently there's Murph's Turf on Twitter also, which uh, yeah. has, a, has a gazillion followers. I don't know why we're not promoting that one. It's got a gazillion, maybe because it has so many followers, and we got to promote Murph and NC on, uh, on Twitter. All right. Uh, so, no, I, I've been trying to move all my sports people to one. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's a mess. I gotta, it... <laughs> well, it, it can't be any messier than what happened yesterday with sports gambling uh, in, uh, in North Carolina. So, so let me ask you this. Um, as far as so, this is dead. I, I know there was some, I guess, uh, in the immediate aftermath, a little bit of uh, shock for for uh, for Sane, uh, but he seemed to indicate to one of your colleagues, I think it was, uh, or, or maybe it was to you, uh, the, the indication was this is not a dead issue yet, but but kind of after a, everybody slept on it, it appears that this is not happening. Let's be clear. This morning I talked to Jason Sane, and he is is keeping with that line. It's not totally dead yet. Uh, this is the legislature. Nothing's really dead until <laughs> until they're not in the building anymore. Um, he's going to work hard. He's, he's on the budget committee. Uh, he, he's a, a lead appropriator, and the budget yeah. is still not finalized. So, you know, there's there are always ways to get uh, legislation <laughs> right. uh, tacked on to other legislation. And until they're completely finished, Sane is not willing to give up. That being said, I think in talking to a lot of other people, there's a sense that that given how divisive the issue is, no one is going to try to hold up the budget um, over sports gambling. Right. You know, right. Given 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 that everybody just voted and, and it was you know really tight and there doesn't seem to be consensus one way or the other. I, I just, it just feels like um, although Sane will keep trying, this may be an issue that that has to wait. What's the gripe you're hearing against it? There's a lot. There's um, I've been asked this question a lot, and and if you listen to the debate, there there are a lot of people um, with a lot of different problems. Um, there there are those who who believe gambling is is morally wrong. Uh, that came up on on the debate, the floor floor debate last night. They believe gambling's morally wrong. They believe there are some biblical teachings against it. Uh, there are others who are worried about the societal costs, everything from job loss to financial ruin to to marriage breakdowns. Uh, there are others who, who just don't think that the government should be involved in sanctioning gambling. They're still some people are still sore that that North Carolina passed the lottery. Um, and so they you know, they worry about problem uh, addictions. They worry about, uh, just a, a, a sort they, they worry about the integrity of sports. Uh, you know, last night during the floor debate, they stripped out college sports yeah. from the bill entirely. So you, you wouldn't even, some States like Virginia don't allow you to, to gamble on, um, Virginia based teams. So you can't bet on university of Virginia or Virginia tech mm -hmm. if you're in Virginia. Uh, the amendment last night stripped out all college sports betting in North Carolina. So uh, not just the North Carolina-based schools, but if you wanted to bet on the Alabama-Clemson football game, neither of those schools right. are in North Carolina, you would not be allowed to do that under under this bill, 38, the one that's still alive. Um, so there were there are many, many objections to the bill, and, and the sponsors, I think, worked hard to, to kind of alleviate some of that stuff, but I, I don't – some of it you, you'll never change. And I don't think they were able to convince – they obviously were not able to convince enough people um, of, of the good parts of this bill. Sports investigative reporter for WRAL, Brian Murphy, who's been all over the uh, sports gambling, uh, the efforts to get it passed in the uh, North Carolina legislature and, and all the craziness going on in the House yesterday. Does it take – I mean, when, when I was reading your timeline waiting to get some dinner last night uh, and take it home. I, that, as soon as they took – college sports out i knew this was uh fate accompli almost 
to me, that's what is a big drive. Of course, the NFL's king, as we know. But, I mean, in this state, the interest, I think, could really be with college sports. And, and it, oddly, you're going to provide money to college athletic programs, but not allow people to vote on gadget. That just seemed odd to me as well. It was that was the shocking vote. That was like sixty-two to forty, somewhere in that range. So it wasn't very close uh, to strip college sports yeah. out. And and Jason Sane today called it the dumbest vote he's ever seen because <laughs> just moments earlier, just moments earlier, the same body, the same chamber had allocated more money, more revenue from the bill to go to HBCUs um, to, for their athletic department, yeah. low-funded HBCUs uh-huh. in the state. So Sane was saying. On one hand, you're voting to give the HBCUs more money that comes from this bill. And on the, on the other hand, just moments later, you're stripping college sports out of this, which is going to dramatically reduce the amount of revenue that this bill produces. Um, this morning, he called it the, the, the dumbest vote he's ever seen on, on the floor. He's, he's obviously still a little sore about what happened. Um, once the, the college sports were stripped out, uh, that was a, a real eye-opening moment to me. And, and for the first time, I thought this bill may not actually get passed. Yeah. Uh, Brian, if you had to, uh, you know, I, I hear you're saying this might be an issue that's taken up uh, after the election. Um, is this is this something that, uh, you know, we, we know some guys who, like I so said, we've talked to saying Senator Perry wrote the bill uh, in the Senate and, and we've talked to him and it seems like that he's had a lot of consideration in care and what he crafted. Um but do you do you see, depending on how race certain races go, if it is a Republican majority uh, greater than it is now, can you see that maybe changing things, or, or, or is there anything that could happen in the election that could sway this, or or is this just such a divisive issue for whatever reason? Yeah, I think it's just a divisive issue. If you if you look at the vote now, this this does not happen, right? This really doesn't happen in the North Carolina state legislature. But there were Republicans and Democrats voting yes and Republicans right. and Democrats voting no. <laughs> right. you, you rarely get that. You, you may get all de- – you know, you, you usually get all of one party voting one way and maybe the other party splits a little bit. But rarely do you get both parties split. Right. Um, and I think that just points that, you know, it's not really a, an urban versus rural issue. It's not really a, a conservative versus liberal issue. It, a lot of it comes down to your personal feelings on – um, on wagering and on gambling and, and whether you, you have a moral ob- uh, a moral objection to it or you don't. Um, it, certainly the supporters of the bill did took a lot of steps to, to add amendments, to, to attract more votes to it, including adding the HBCUs. Uh, late in the process, they added a provision that would give every county $5,000 for their mm-hmm. youth sports development programs. Yeah. Um, they tried everything to, to get this over the finish line, and they couldn't. And I'm not sure because it doesn't divide neatly along the lines that we've come to think about right. in the legislature. It's hard to know if a single election here or, or a, a you know a seat flipping there will have any impact because uh, it really is a very personal uh, state tax increases or, or gun legislation right. or right. abortion. Um, this is very much it seems like uh, your, your personal feelings take precedence over sort of your party. You know, it's easy for people to maybe drive to Virginia or in the western part of the state, go to the casino and place it at the sports book, uh, or or cross into Tennessee. However, that would be uh, done. And there's and there's versions of this that are being done now, even even online. This just puts essentially money in in the coffers and maybe makes it a little more widely accessible 
to, to, to people. So how do those that are opposed to this, how are they rationalizing that, again, you're losing money to a couple border states and that even though it's federal lands, there are structures in this state that have sports books? Yeah, that, that's been a chief argument of Sane and Perry, you know, the, the, the top supporters of this. Look, it's happening already. Either people are going across the border, like you said, or they're firing up and, and getting on an, an illegal offshore account and betting off their computer just like they would be doing with this. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those who are opposed to it, I, Abe Jones spoke to this point exactly. He's a Democrat from Wake County who said, you know, just because Virginia and Tennessee are doing something, does that mean we need to do it? Um, they, they were not swayed by the argument that it's happening. Um, you know, in some ways, the fact that it's happening and, and you can get on these offshore accounts is a whole lot different than being able to pick it up on your phone. Um, and, and so the, lots of people were opposed to the fact that, you know, teenagers and others who have phones are going to be inundated with these ads, um, going to have the ability to do this right off their phone. Um, I don't I, so I don't your question's a good one in the fact that like this is already happening and, and people should know that, but I, I just don't think it has the impact um, that, that the supporters of the bill think it would have those people, the, the, the opponents, the critics are, are set in that position of, they don't think um, just because it's happening across the border, just because some small share of the population right. is using offshore books that they, that that's a reason to open it up uh, to the entire population. Do you uh, do you believe, Brian, that uh, there could? Or, or let me ask you this: What would be the mechanisms that could possibly get this done? I, I know there's some things, and it gets a little weedy, maybe sorting through it. But but but, but sure. to the layman out there, there's still even some ways to to work this into some legislation. I don't want to say last minute, but it seems like that might be what it would take. Yeah, it could get tacked on into a, a big budget bill, right? So and this is how a lot of stuff gets passed in Washington, D.C. They make the bill so large uh, that that you don't want to vote against it because you support 85% of it and, and you're willing to hold your nose about the 15% you don't like. Something like the budget in North Carolina could be big enough if they're talking about Medicaid expansion, they're talking about medical marijuana, they're talking about hemp. Um, these are a lot of hot-button issues. If you if you build a package big enough and, and some of the people who voted – for instance, Democrats um, who voted against this really want to expand Medicaid in, in the state. If this were attached to a bill, a big budget bill that expanded Medicaid in the state, would they would they vote against expanding Medicaid, even if it meant you know if it meant killing killing sports gambling? So you may see some horse trading. You may see some bundling of issues together um, to try to get this passed. But as I said, you know I I know Jason Sane is going to work really hard to, to make this happen, but the vote, the vote was so divisive last night, and and the caucuses so split. I'm not sure, given all the other priorities that they have up here, yeah. that that too many other lawmakers outside of Sane are going to be spending a ton of time trying to get this over the finish line. Hey, thank you so much. I know it's been a lot to keep up with and a lot going on. And and on the Adam Gold Show, uh, people that listen to our station have heard you. So, uh, really appreciate you taking some time with us uh, here for the local program today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep, Brian Murphy, there he goes. Obviously, that is uh, that's a little disheartening, uh, but uh, there seems to be some some talk, at least from Sane and uh, others uh, that are behind this that think that there is a uh, still kind of a chance that this needle could be thread. We'll see. 
Uh, thanks to Brian Murphy. Great job by Ben Byram, as always. Uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow to wrap up the week. 5 o'clock, Patrick Johnson show. Uh, ESPN college football analyst, Rini Angolia. He'll be back at the uh, American Football Days in July. And uh, we'll also have uh, Dan Good, who's written the biography on Ken Caminiti. Uh, we'll talk with him tomorrow as well. That's coming up Friday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. See you then. season of the year right now but if you have joint pain you can't do things you like to do maybe that joint pain's keeping you from playing around the golf you know we got tennis we got pickleball maybe just getting out going for a jog in your neighborhood qc kinetics is helping people right here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals regenerative medicine is the hottest thing going it's basically taking growth factors with healing properties from your own body highly concentrated then putting them back into your aching joints they have over 100 clinics nationwide, including right here. So, yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more about regenerative medicine and get a totally free in-office consultation. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. 765-PAIN. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-395-7074. 800-395-7074. That's 800-395-7074. I'm Haley Kiyoko, and I know what it's like to struggle with mental health issues. If you have a friend that's going through a tough time, now is the perfect moment to reach out. Learn how to start the conversation at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, and Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent licensee of Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your 
your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust. People like Alan Hill or Tony Boyd. These agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are also tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Alan Hill or Tony Boyd today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville. 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. Starting OMG. Hey, it's been forever. I'm so ready to see North Carolina and turn right in 52 miles onto the Blue Ridge Parkway for epic views. Then continue ahead on Highway 12 and hit the beach and take exit 33 for a city excursion with museums, games, concerts, Sorry, I'm just so excited. Everyone could use some adventure. Get back to a better place at visitnc.com. Sponsored by the NC Association of Broadcasters and Visit NC, a part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina. Crystal Clear FM Sports Talk 24-7, 365. Unless we forget to pay the power bill. 94.3, the game. 